Good readings, wrestling fans, and welcome to Flesh Wound Features presents Squared Circle Society. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. Pugs Dread. Namaste. Mike Kruger. Welcome to primetime, bitch. And our special guest, Will Carroll, a.k.a. High Pitch Will to you XPW fans. Will, how are you doing Hi. tonight? I think I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Okay. We're good, good. That's a hard it's question, guys. I don't know. I, I don't know how I'm doing. <laughs> well. <laughs> Will, first off, big fan of yours. You're just way too fucking awesome. I'm trying to say professional here. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. I, I will say, though, the lack of dicks on the wall has me concerned. This is my home. This is where I live. I, that's a work thing. That's where yeah. I work. Okay. I, I would just be terrified or I'm mad at myself if I didn't bring it up. Although the boar, fuck yeah. <laughs> that's fire, bro. Yeah. yeah. Fire, bro. Yes. Could be a trick wall sort of thing, like in the old gothic movies. It turns around and the walls of wall dicks is behind there. Yeah, I have to switch it over because I'm on a podcast. Okay, Very safe good, for YouTube, right. uh, safe for work. Is that how it goes? SFW, whatever the fuck it is. Nothing is, nothing is safe for work nowadays. Trust me, nothing. There's no such thing. Let me hold on a second. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna get proof. <laughs> The high pitch will action figure. Wow. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Is, is that a that? prototype that's going to be mass produced? Because uh, I want three. Yeah. <laughs> I need that. the alternating jackets, too. This that's is it. Pretty yeah. That's pretty that's fucking cool, dude. There we go. There you go. Exclusive. Yeah. But that's awesome. That's awesome. We need yeah. to we need to work the wall of dicks into a into a <laughs> I swear the whole thing's not gonna be wall of dicks. It won't be. <laughs> just, just get out of wire. There we go. Oh, Although, a shirt would be fucking on. cool. There you go. <laughs> yes, a shirt would be cool. Yes. <laughs> so Will, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you get involved with XPW? That's actually a great story. So I, I do a radio show in Rochester. I'm a DJ and um, I book shows. And um, I, a cheeseburger restaurant opens in Rochester like three years ago. And I go in and I see XPW posters on the wall. And I go, that's really weird. It's 2019 or whatever. Why, <laughs> why are there XPW posters on this wall? And in the back of my head, I knew Rob Black was from Rochester. He had been living in L.A., but I knew he was from Rochester. And I go, I bet this is like someone from his family or maybe even him. So I started going back and I didn't know I was talking to Tom Byron. This whole time. <laughs> <laughs> The legend. Yeah. The so he's, working, he's working in the register, the cheeseburger place. And I'm just I just thought he was some guy, you know, he wouldn't recognize Tom Byron. So then one day I go in there and I see Rob in the back and I go, I go, you're Rob Black. He's like, yeah, who wants to know? <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm a, I'm a fan and I'd like to have you on my radio show. He's like, I don't do interviews. And then he like really wasn't, this was before Dark Side of the Ring. He had been like, he had vanished like for years. You know what I mean? You didn't hear about Rob Black. So then I was like, no, please come on my radio show. And finally he agreed to come on and we became friends. And 
like he had, you know, he was, he just had a cheeseburger restaurant and we would, you know, talk and hang out. And then they announced they were doing the dark side of the ring episode. And he goes, I'm, we're coming back. And I go, I'll do anything you need me to do. Like, uh, and I had connections with like a lot of new wrestlers and venues and stuff. So I kind of set a lot of the early roster up and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So you were uh, a fan of XPW before? Okay. Yes. Um, we didn't, obviously we didn't have it out here in, on the right. East coast. So I remember finding a VHS tape of baptized in blood. Ah, yes. And I was just like, what is this? This is crazy. Cause I, I would get tapes from Japan once in a while. Like it was hard to see stuff like that. Mm. So like, and then I think Shane Douglas and Chris Candido are on the front of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like I know these guys from ECW. Like, what is this? And I watched it and I was just like, this, I've never seen anything like this before. So I had a friend from Live Journal. That's how long ago this was. And they would record the TV show once in a while for me. So I'd see like a random episode here and there, but it was just like a random VHS tape here and there. But I was just like, this is like the craziest wrestling I've ever seen. Yeah, I think we all kind of had that reaction. Uh, yeah. I Instantly hooked, yeah. for sure. Suncoast. I remember picking up Baptized in Blood at Suncoast back in the day and, yeah, just falling in love with it and actually being there. I was at Free Fall, which still to this day, the most insane thing I think I've ever seen live. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. My, my first show actually was Baptized in Blood, the first one. Crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. How did that change your life? That probably changed your life. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was at every LA show from there on, so yeah, <laughs> it, it came at a good time. Uh, it, it really did. It, yeah, I was around eleven or twelve, and he would not talk to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really know each other. I didn't even try. But yeah, yeah. it would have been. He keeps saying it would have been weird. I think it would have been fine. Well, at least you were eight. <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> See, I've been watching this forever, and I, I, I have the same feeling. With Rob Black or XBW needs me to do anything, I am down. So you can keep that in the back of your mind if you want. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, and uh, your connection to Kevin Kleinrock? No connection at all. Uh, come on, that's your. Uh, <laughs> he was disavowed, and he told you were pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I met that was when I met Kevin in Philly. That was the first time I ever met him. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we. Whenever I'm in trouble, though, I'll message him and be like, "Rob's, what do I need to do to like make Rob happy?" And he'll tell me like, he's kind of my inside. He's like, "Yes, Rob will do this. Rob will do that." I go, "Okay, thank you." Uh, We have a question from Big T Pugs. You want to read that for us? Big T says, "You've been in so many hilarious segments throughout your tenure in XPW. What's the writing process behind all these hilarious skits?" I watch a lot of TV. Um, I've watched comedy my entire life, so Rob's easy to kind of bounce off of. Um, we'll have just like a general idea, and then we kind of just riff back and forth, and usually we get it all kind of on one take. But um, like I said, I've just watched so much comedy over my, I my my background, I guess, is in comedy more so than wrestling, so it kind of comes quickly and easy for me to do skits and stuff. Like that's where I. Like, I've always loved wrestling, but this is the first, like, real involved I've been in wrestling. So it's always been 
comedy and sketches and my radio show is just like real funny so i just have a lot of experience doing dumb real dumb three stooges type <laughs> stuff that's that's where i do best it shows um yeah <laughs> this might be a weird question were you a fan of trauma growing up absolutely yeah um uh, and like same with XBW, those were kind of hard to get too. So like the search for like these weird, hard to find things is kind of kind of who made me what made me who I am today. Just like finding something that nobody else in my school had ever heard of before. Mm-hmm. And that just gives you like that. There's so much stuff out there. It's like really I mean, with the Internet, it's so much different now. Like and I'm kind of jealous that kids can just like find that stuff so quick now. But back in the day, we had to like fight to find weird stuff you gotta earn it yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, like i said it might be a strange question i only bring it up because on well even now because the, the new tv is great and it has that spirit of the original television run yeah now my thing is like the trauma edge tv show and xpw tv the humor they were both perfect yeah and, like those are my favorite tv shows of that era and yeah and, and i don't know i just i kind of wanted to see where you were because a lot of people are iffy on trauma, but <laughs> I think you would fit well in that humor too. Absolutely. Um, they're a little. I try to stay away, kind of more from the potty humor. To be honest with you, they're pretty gross. <laughs> it's not all that way, but I get that. Yeah, they're a little grosser than I like to get. But I did. I the Hershey Chocolate Factory skit on XPW TV. That was my idea. I was like, I was like, what if I'm like cleaning the toilet and the toilet's like nasty? I'm like, what if I'm cleaning the toilet and I find a Hershey bar and I just like off screen pull it on and start eating? <laughs> and that's not something that's really in my realm. I would I came up with it just because I knew it was gold. You know what I mean? But uh that's really not my Chris Kloss is actually calling me right now. <laughs> Let him sit around. He's in uh Tennessee right now. Ah, oh, oh. <laughs> um, well, this is this is, a, this is James Daly. Um, the comedy has always had a natural feel to it, like Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's a good oh, compliment. Yeah. That is yeah. a very good compliment. I'm gonna say, I, I, I watch a lot of kids in the hall. I'm gonna say kids in the hall. Okay, I'm more closely yeah, yeah. influenced by kids in the hall than like something like that. Curb would, yeah, you're not that mean. Yeah. <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm is a little more intelligent than what I do, too. <laughs> That's a little more intelligible. Uh, can you tell us a little bit? Uh, you're also a publisher. You do National Teen Set Outsider. Can, yes. How, how did that come to be? Can you tell us a little bit about that? So I've been doing a zine. I haven't put one out. I haven't put one out in a minute. But um, basically, I was just a kid in Rochester. I was never like in bands or anything. I was just, I would take photos and kind of hang out. And I kind of needed to, you know, do something. You know what I mean? And um, so there was a pizza shop on, on fire. And I wanted to go take pictures of it. And the police were like, you can't take pictures of it. You have to be in the media. So I went home and made a press pass. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I walked, and I came back an hour later and I was like, oh, I, here it is. And they were just kind of like, oh, all right, I guess you can. So all you really need to do is say, I'm from a magazine and this is it. And you can go places and do things and like talk to famous people. And that, that was kind of like the start of my career because I've interviewed like 
celebrities and stuff and you just got to email them and bother them and be like i'm from this magazine and eventually they go yeah all right or they're you get to their agent or something and they go oh yeah like they'll talk to you and I, and then that's that's how it works it's it's that easy i mean it's hard but it's that easy that's the awesome. footwork the footwork's hard but yeah it's all they can do is say no until they say yes yeah why is he why is he calling me <laughs> because, he knows, because he knows you're on here he's in the chat he's just <laughs> I, don't know. Try- I got I know some. What? I got some uh, words for you, sir. Oh, we're on the same team. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to enlist you. What? Yeah, I was gonna say they need more faction members to handle Schlack. You don't want that guy on your team, Munch. <laughs> I, I'm another big fan. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. do you know how to get on this, or they don't want you on this? No, oh, I'm, I'm on it right now. I thought you were live right now. Yeah, I know I'm live right now. That's why you're not supposed to call me. <laughs> That's why you did it? Yeah, because Chris Cross called you. You ignored him. <laughs> yeah, Chris Cross called me. I ignored him, too. You're ruining the show. You're ruining the show, okay. Danny. <laughs> I, I love you. Good night. <laughs> Sounds like these Danny. are the kind of things we have to do. Oh, yeah. um, we had a show. question for Big T. Yeah. Uh, you've had the honor to work with the legendary Sabu. Is there anyone you'd really like to work with, and what's your dream moment you'd like to have in your career? Let's talk about Sabu for a second. Okay. Like that. I mean, if you had told me uh, any like a year ago, I would be in the ring with Sabu. I never would have believed you. I mean, that's. I don't think that's such a how do you top that? I don't know. Yeah. And um, so as Seb, I kind of hung out with Sabu all day, and at the end of the night, he's signing autographs, and some fan brings him a Tupperware full of mushrooms. And he just <laughs> eats them all. <laughs> and I, I go, I go, do you want me to put those somewhere safe for you, dude? He's like, no, no, no. He eats all the mushrooms. <laughs> and then he's just kind of sitting there. He's just kind of sitting there for a while, not talking. And then we took him to, we take him to In-N-Out Burger. Ooh. And he kept being like, where's my bag? Where's my bag? I go, oh, it's right here, dude. Like, we got She's like, let me touch it. I go, I go, yeah, it's right here, dude. Your bag. <laughs> like, but the amount of mushrooms he took. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anyone do anything like that before. And I he wasn't a functioning human when he walked in. All right. <laughs> when he got there, he seemed a little out of it. But then by the by the end of the night, his eyes were like an owl. It was <laughs> total professional. Total professional. <laughs> um as far as other guys I'd like to work with. I really, really get the most out of working with the young guys, um, guys that hadn't been on shows before, guys that are just starting out, guys that really put in so much work. I get so much more out of that, to be totally honest with you, helping guys get on shows, helping young guys. Because like sometimes young guys come and they're kind of shit. So I got to be like, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then they try it and then it works. And I'm just like, that feels better than, I mean, it's cool to be on TV. It's cool to work with legends, but working with some of the younger guys is just making them look cool or good. That that feels better than anything else. Uh, it, it's been really awesome seeing XPW establish all of these new names in such a short time. I mean, Hard Body 
Uh, that guy's the been body. entertaining as hell. The body. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for his uh, match coming up with Maga Butcher. That's going to yeah. be awesome at uh, Merry with Christmas. <laughs> yes, yes. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so speaking of uh, the event, XPW Merry Christmas. Are you excited for that? I, I can't wait. I think XPW's hit a home run with, with all the recent shows, but uh, I'm you very can see all shows, Dan. <laughs> Two of us shows. here love the first show too, asshole. All shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think I think we haven't announced very many matches yet, but I think if you look at that roster, you know it's not gonna disappoint. You know what I mean? There's so many you could put those guys together in any matches, then it'd be amazing. You know what I mean? Just yeah, on the yeah. roster we have, there's so many dream matches. Oh, absolutely. I know uh, Psychosis is advertised. That'll be really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Kruger, you worked uh, a tag match with Psychosis in Mexico, didn't you? Yeah, actually. Uh, I was tagging with Supreme and Max X, and it was uh, us us three versus Bestia 666, Damien 666. And well, also, that's it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah that was I back wonder... in 2016. Okay. That's amazing. That's cool. And I met I met those guys at the thing the Klein Rock thing in Philly. So I got to hang out with them. They're all really cool guys. Um yeah, they're, chill they're, as hell. they're getting older. So I mean I wouldn't miss out seeing them. Um yeah. I don't mean to be pessimistic, but the things those guys have done in their careers, they've oh, yeah. definitely they they limp around, you know what I mean? When oh, they yeah, could, oh, yeah. when they come to the ring, you wouldn't tell. But in Showtime. the hotel, in the restaurant, they're limping. I, I wouldn't miss an opportunity to see those guys if you have one. Yeah, for sure. Damien, especially. I mean, he's been working forever. And yeah. it, I'm amazed at some spots he still takes. Like, it's insane. When they go out there, you wouldn't know. But yeah. <laughs> walking, to the, walking through the parking lot, walking from the airport, you see, you can see it. It's, it sucks, but I wouldn't miss them. I would not. If you're anywhere near seeing any of those luchador guys, I would definitely take up the opportunity to do it. Um, you know, kind of talking about you know working with Sabu. Are there any? And I know it's not about the past now, but are there yeah. any of the XPW originals you'd like to see at least do an appearance, not necessarily work, just someone from the past? That I mean, Angel would have been my biggest request. Yeah, but Angel it has happened. So. Angel was great. Angel yeah. was great. Um. So I, I was on a different podcast and I don't want to throw them under the bus because they mean well, but <laughs> homeless Jimmy has been a big anti XBW guy. So I'm on a podcast just like this, talking to a nice guy and he goes, Oh, we have homeless Jimmy on the line and homeless Jimmy comes on. And I'm just kind of like, do I hang up the phone? What do I do? I don't know what to do. So in my head, I go, I better just be cool. I just better be a cool guy right now. And I go, hey, buddy, how are you? And he goes, buddy, you called me a chump on Facebook three months ago. I'm just like, fuck, okay. I go, I, I'm sorry. I was just messing around. And then he just went off for like 20 minutes about how great he was. And I'm just kind of like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But, I mean, Homeless Jimmy coming to XPW would be so cool. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Of all the other guys... I mean, who else is who else is even left that hasn't really been back that you'd want to see? The only J other one Joey. Name, yeah, Joey the only chaos. other name that comes up is Chaos. Yeah, that would be cool. But homeless Jimmy versus like Schlack, 
would be so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That would uh, be also, so cool. Yeah. Jimmy, that would be a dream. Jimmy man. is a dear friend and he fucking rules, but I would love to have him back if they can get the water under the bridge or whatever, but I will not fucking press or that situation. I love Jimmy. I think it'd be a thing where he comes in and just talks to me. You know what I mean? I'd be like, you don't even have to look at Rob. Like, I'll take care of it. I think something like that might work. I think you can win him over. You're, you're adorable. <laughs> yeah, him and I were talking and we were getting along just fine after the initial who the fuck are you kid type yeah. thing. But we were getting along and talking and stuff after a couple minutes. So, I mean, I think if I, I mean, I don't know how Rob, at this point, how would Rob feel? You know what I mean? I don't That's know. True. Jimmy's talked a lot. Of like money? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it would kind of have to, I think if I was just like, let me talk to him. You don't even have to go through Rob for anything. Just go out there, get killed by Schlag, <laughs> get in your car, go home. I'll take care of you. I, maybe that would work. I don't know. That would be cool, though. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> fingers crossed. Won't hold my breath, though. Dream. Yeah. <laughs> don't hold your breath on that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, another name they just popped in the in the chat was uh, Johnny Webb. Is he where? Who? Where is he? Um, he's around. Um, is he? He no, is. he's, he's <laughs> not paying his cell phone bill. And that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> you could ask around and find him. <laughs> Has he wrestled a match any time in the past? Couple I can years? tell you the day he had his last match. Shit. Okay. I, I, what year was One Wild Night? Uh, I was trying to. Re- I don't remember, but it, it was 15? 14, 15 around that around that yeah. time frame. Yeah. So like five or six years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Where does he live? Do you know that? Somewhere in California, far as I know. What's his social security number? <laughs> Seven one. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's mine. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I haven't heard that name in a long time. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about him. Yeah, it's, it's funny chicken and ass kicking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever you know people talk about it, it's always the it's it's always like the homegrown guys that are like get the most attention, especially in California. I mean, that's. And and we are like it's it's harder now because there's the way wrestling is now. It's not like it was, you know, the first time XBW where people would just accept new gimmicks and do it. They're all building their own brand, social media. So yeah. it's and I love those original characters of the original XBW. Yeah, that's what put it on the map. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I see it starting to happen now. Well, not original characters. Some are tweaked and they're becoming an their XBW, and I love it. It's. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're going to get more Soul Taker? (laughs) I'm a big fan of the Soul Taker. Yes, I... um, (laughs) Be good, Pugs. I'm trying. (laughs) No, you can say whatever you want. But, um... (laughs) I used to go to Detroit a lot. A friend of mine, Ian Decay, was a wrestler there. And I was his driver. This was going back like 10 years. And that's when I first saw the Soul Taker. And I was just like, Det- let me just, have you, has anyone here ever been to Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one time. Okay. okay. It's crazy there. It's absolutely, it's like going to like Vietnam or something. <laughs> it's like. A little darker than that. It's crazy there. I mean, I've seen like boats on fire just going down the river and nobody cares. <laughs> it's another day. 
And I've seen like little kids getting arrested for having guns. I've seen crazy things in Detroit. So the wrestling company was um, XICW. And it was just, it was in a small venue. You could smoke inside. And there was always a fight in the crowd. It was crazy. So that's when I first saw the Soul Taker. And it was kind of just always in the back of my head, like, that this guy exists. And um, one day I'm talking to Rob. I go, have you ever heard of the Soul Taker? And he's like, the what? <laughs> go, yeah, he's from Detroit. I, I, He goes, look him up. And I couldn't find anything online. Like, nothing on YouTube, nowhere. I was like, I was like, I'm not making this up. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> I've so you. <laughs> seen this. And there was a few, like, things, like, saying, like, that he, he might have existed or it was kind of an urban legend. Yeah, so like I, the Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the, so then I kind of remember that he also did a Vince McMahon character. He's good at impressions. He does voices. And he does a Vince McMahon. He's like Vince McMahon's nephew or something. I think that's the character. <laughs> so I found that and I messaged him. I go, give me a call. Um, we're interested in bringing in, in the Soul Taker. So I talked to him on the phone for a couple minutes and I was like, come to theater brutality. We'll kind of test it out. Just give hard body a choke slam. That's all we kind of want you to do. And that turned into like a car of four Detroit wrestlers coming to Rochester. <laughs> so as he comes out, the lights go out, the music hits. Everyone is just like, Holy fuck. What is this? Soul taker comes out. He gets on the mic. He says, the, he says the end taker. And everyone just kind of like was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> people went nuts, and the internet started going kind of nuts. Yeah, and he's such a cool, nice guy. He's so professional. He's a great guy to work with. Um, so yeah, we we definitely are very high on the Soul Taker. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there was that Ron Killings incident back in the day, so it can't can't get any worse than that. I was gonna yeah. say when me and Pugs are watching it, we were popping like it's the Hardy Boys showed up in me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there is not a more perfect character for XPW. Yeah, I'll be honest, we might be a little annoyed we don't have him in the West Coast yet. So yet. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Detroit is so weird because Detroit's right in the middle of the country. Right. So, I mean, his drive into New Jersey was like 10 hours. Yeah. So, I mean, how much further is California than that? Ever? <laughs> Just let him know. He'll be over and get lots of chance. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, yeah. And he's such a cool, nice guy. I mean, he. I mean, it's a shame that that never left. I don't think the character ever left Detroit before, to be honest with you. Really? Oh, I don't wow. think so. I don't think the end taker ever really wrestled as I don't think he wrestled as that anywhere else. He does a Undertaker American badass gimmick too. Oh, I need to see that. That's <laughs> yeah, really cool. does, does he come out on a beach cruiser? I don't know what he comes on. I mean it was <laughs> <Debo>? <laughs> Yeah, yeah I awesome. don't know. But how do you uh, compare like the East Coast and the, the Cali crowds for you? Do you notice any differences? Um, in, in California, most of them speak Spanish. That's what I've noticed. Um, people get a lot drunker in California. They let loose. Every California show, we've had some fight in the audience or some fan attacking a wrestler or something. Um, the New Jersey crowd was a lot of just like, 
you know, white nerdy guys like us, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, a white nerdy guy, you know. I mean. Identify. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it was a lot, but the venue in New Jersey doesn't serve booze, but people can bring it in. Is that in. why they brought their own? Oh, <laughs> that was why they brought their own. Um, better. <laughs> the old alcoholic in the United Yeah. <laughs> so, in addition to all of this, you're a movie star now. I see you're going to be in uh, uh, Blue Murder. You're playing the villain, correct? It's a movie where I get to be really scummy and a really bad man. And I normally do funny stuff. So I got to, like, get that in my head that I'm a bad guy in this movie. (laughs) But it's like I'm like a drug dealing, like, like, I don't know, a horrible crook in this movie. Like a bad dude. Like I get to hit a girl and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So, Um, Yeah. Is, is it done or are you still working on it? No, they're, they, they're trying to get, I mean, just like anything, it costs money and it takes time and the script is there. The trailer is done. We've started filming some stuff, but he's trying to get some money. So that's where we're at right now. So, but it's a, making a movie is a lot of work, just like putting on a wrestling show. All these things are, you think they, they make things look easy, but then when you actually are doing it, you're like, Oh fuck! There's so much stuff we gotta do. Like, you didn't think oh, about that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think it's <laughs> a new so problem. Expensive. Yeah, it's always a new problem. Yeah. So, are you enjoying being a bad guy on uh, screen? And I, I know you said it's different, but is it fun? No, I I think I I like making people laugh. I like making uh, I like making people laugh. So it's a it's weird. It's kind of okay. hard for me. I kind of got to go to a darker place in my head to get into the role. I kind of got to get in. I got to like kind of change my total mindset because I can't be funny like at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I got to really just kind of like psych myself up a little bit to do it. Gotcha. Okay. So no, no future plans on uh, being an asshole to everybody <laughs> like a bad guy. When I first started coming out, they booed the shit out of me. Not us. <laughs> we, we were the ones that did the first Wall of Dicks chant, dude. So well, <laughs> you, you were over with us. <laughs> Thank you. So like when I was first coming out, they were just booing the shit out of me just because I existed, I think. You know what I mean? I wasn't doing anything wrong. And then people would be like, are you a heel? And I go, no. I just have myself and they hate that. I, <laughs> that's all. Speaking of which, you, you in uh, one of the your earlier interviews, you mentioned about not getting physical, but it seems like that's changed since the California oh, first California show. I, I did a little, I did one day, I did like three days of wrestling training and okay. it was terrible. Uh, my friend Chris, Wor- my first Chris Worthless, um, he was on the New Jersey show. I, well, they, so they at the first show, I was supposed to go out there with Pogo the Clown, and Rob goes, he's going to give you a clothesline and a power bomb. Oh shit! <laughs> and I go, I'll die. I'm worried. <laughs> out. He goes, I'll die. He goes, you'll be fine. I go, no, I won't. I'll, I'll die. What are you talking about? So I went to uh, Chris Worthless, my friend who's a wrestler. He owns a company called Wild Zero. It's on IWTV. Check it out. And I go, can you teach me to do a clothesline and a power bomb? And then he goes, okay. And he pulls up a video of Pogo the Clown. He goes, this guy's going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes, all right, the first day you're just going to take bumps. I go, all right. And I go, this sucks. This is horrible. This is horrible. And my girlfriend was there too. And she was doing better than me. 
And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to die. This is bad. And he goes, the second day, we're just going to do stiff clotheslines. And I go, all right. <laughs> and I we got through it, and it sucked. And the third day, he goes, all right, you ready for your power bomb? I go, no. I go, no. <laughs> My power bomb. And he goes, and so under the ring, they have this dirty mattress for the students to use. He goes, I'll pull the mattress out. I go, Fresh all bag. right. And it's like dusty and gross. Like they found it in the garbage, this mattress. Yep. <laughs> so they pull this mattress out. He goes, are you ready? I go, all right, fine. And the first one, I kind of fucked it up and he couldn't get me up. Like I kind of like squirmed or something. He goes, all right, this time we're going to do it. So then he, this, we get it the second time. And it just kind of knocks the wind out of you if you land right. You know what I mean? So I'm just lying there like, I'm not going to die. I'm, I can survive this. It's going to suck. But I can survive this. I know how not to break my neck now. So I go, okay, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm done. I got to go. So I get to California. Pogo and uh, Vic Grimes walk in together. And I go, oh, there he is. I go, hey, Pogo, it's nice to meet you. I'm the kid that you're going to beat up. And he goes, he goes, he's like in a real bad mood. <laughs> that sounds right. Like, yeah. I'm like fuck, and he's like, he's like, he's kind of just going off, like, he's like, yeah, like I've had this horrible month. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fuck. Then he goes, he goes, oh, I can't pick you up, dude. I go, okay, because he just had like hernia surgery or something. He goes, I can't pick you up. I go, okay. He goes, I'm just gonna hit you with this shovel. And he has this dirty old farmer's shovel with him. I go, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. That works. So he just hit me with the shovel a couple times. So I didn't, I never had to do the power bomb. <laughs> it's always next show. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always the future. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. Um, is there anything uh, that you can tell us about XPW Merry Christmas? Uh, uh, Drake Younger, I know, is going to be there. Uh, Bestia 666. Um, maybe there'll be another open challenge for the TV title. Yeah, you I could answer that. You, you would know. think I would know more about these things, but I can tell you that nobody <laughs> in the world knows the answers to these questions. <laughs> well, the two uh, things we do know. Yes. We know. Yeah. Ciclope or Schlack. Oh, that's yes. going to be crazy. Like that tree for topper. The, for the deathmatch title. <laughs> yes. And. The MAGA Butcher versus the body. Yes. Yes. Um, and like I said, back to what I was saying, a lot of times guys come to the show not knowing what their matches are. You know what I mean? XPW yeah, is kind of loose like that. <laughs> if we knew what the matches are, we'd probably tell people. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you who's going to be there. And that's about all we can tell you right now. Is, uh, but um, Drake, I'm real excited for anything Drake does. Um, he's been so great. I mean that that match versus Schlag, that's probably the best match I've seen live at in my entire life, dude. It's definitely yeah. death match of the year, I think. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen anything like that. And I was kind of up in the balcony for that match, just covering my face because of all the dust. The whole <laughs> building's full of tube dust. And uh it was it was wild, yeah. Uh, it was great. It, it was a total like Japanese style deathmatch too, which yeah. is awesome because they both have had work in Japan. Yep, yep, yep. And those guys can go like Drake can go like no, yeah. He's 
the best. They're so good. Schlack, too. They're so good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Kruger knows Schlack. I was going to say, you've spilled some blood together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple times. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Um, you guys are running shows monthly now. So, how's that changed your workload and changed, changed up how you guys are going? It's been kind of tricky because like i said now we have a show with two matches announced next week you know we don't have the time to build up up for the matches get people excited for the matches but i mean people are excited about the roster which is the goal but because we just ended a show usually we don't do a tv show the week after because we're so exhausted so it's like less and less time in between the shows has been harder to make make them yeah so, I mean, that's really my only thing. And I'm doing the club now, too, so I got to worry about that. Um, and I, I'm a real person, too, despite what it does. <laughs> so I got other things to going on. And so, I mean, yeah, it's just um, – but, I mean, you know, everybody else does a couple shows a month. I don't know how they do it, but <laughs> – um, We have the- Theater Brutality 3 coming up, too. Um, I mean, uh, that was, was a- mentioned – it was mentioned um we to to be a little behind the scenes a little we got a couple tickets from the police for the last one. Oh no um i was wondering about that yeah they don't really think that's cool the city doesn't think it's a cool idea to do that um we uh we got an entertainment license now so that's out of the way that was a problem um so we'll see i mean we're kind of taking it day by day with that i mean we that definitely was talked about um so we'll see i mean it's fun it's a lot of work but yeah i mean it's it's been talked about and the last one was all you right yes that was the first show i booked all by myself yes and that's just wrestling show period we know you've yeah okay yep 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 um the detroit like i said four people came from detroit for that so I had a whole car of Detroit guys come in for that. And that really helped out a lot. Um, we ended up not getting Necro Butcher because he lives in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which isn't close, but it's not far. But something got messed up. Yeah, I remember a transportation issue. Yeah, yeah. And um, so hopefully he'll be at the next one because I he's one of my favorite guys ever. So yeah. I'll drive to Harrisburg myself if I have to. You know what I mean? Hop in. <laughs> I asked. I asked earlier about like XPW people. Um, like who would you like from the past? But just general, who would you like to see in XPW? Just you know, I'm trying. Today. I'm trying to make like a punk like group. So I want Chuck Stein from Detroit, and I want Rob Shit. Those are my bucket. Oh list yeah, <laughs> those are my bucket list guys. I want, and I want them in my team. Me and Brawl and Bo with those guys. Um, there's a a kid. Who's a punk wrestler? His name is Tuco. He's a young kid. He's from California. I'm not sure exactly where, but he does like a studded like punk metal gimmick. Um, is that Mike Green's kid? No, that's Marcus Elks. I'm thinking of. Pull him up because I do want people to know who he is. He looks great. He's definitely. Uh, yeah, from California. I feel like we should know. <laughs> he's yeah. new. He's new. Okay. He's a new guy. He's been like wrestling for like a year. Oh, okay. That, and then if it's up north too, or in, in yeah, central, I think he's up. I think he said it was like a three-ish hour drive. Okay, so he might be what? central. Can you okay. see that? 
Tuco Montes. Tuco Montes. I see the and name. He wrestles in Lucha Patron. Okay, yeah, I don't know. Santa, Santa Rosa. Yeah, okay, so it's in Central Coast, yeah. Yeah, but he's getting cool matches and doing cool stuff. He looks great. That's the guy I would want. Does he know you're interested? Because I'm sure he would love to. <laughs> oh, yeah, his English isn't real good, so that's the only... Every time I've talked to him, it's been a little broken. But, Google um, Translate. Google Google's right. make, <laughs> make, make money. Do it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, next thing you know, he's a turncoat. <laughs> yeah, 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 maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, we do have a question on Facebook. Actually, what was it like working with uh, Mickey Knuckles, who's been also awesome in XPW, a match made in heaven? Yeah, Mickey is great. Um, she's also kind of like part of like the punk crew, you know, a little bit. So I like all the I like all the wrestlers that are kind of punky. XPW we've brought in a lot of guys like that. Um, she's exactly how she is on TV. She's exactly how you think she'd be. She's wild. She says crazy shit. She's fun to be around. She's got crazy energy. So yeah, she's she's wonderful. She's just exactly how you think she would be. She uh, last at the last show it rained and her. Mm -hmm. At the end of the night, I'm cleaning up, and I find her vest, like, in the rain, like, all soaking wet. So I had to dry it out, bring it back to Rochester, and mail it back to her. And my suitcase just smelled like a carton of cigarettes. Like <laughs> <laughs> She's always one that tears the house down in the ring, but is also just one of the best characters. It's so great. She's an XPW. Yes, and Danny Ramirez just popped up and said he can translate. Yeah. And at the last show, Danny, you know, Danny is a very annoying human being, and you know this, but oh, yeah. he was very helpful. He said it twice. We got, we saw it the first time. <laughs> I, we were picking up Lou Dark from the airport, and I don't think I could have done it without Danny. I, <laughs> I was just circling the airport again and again and again and again. And I was like. This is not working out. <laughs> Translate. I cannot do this. And Danny Ramirez stepped up to the plate and saved the day. So every now and then, there's a win with Danny Ramirez. <laughs> yes, we had uh, Munch on recently and uh, always entertaining. Always well, you entertaining. actually outed him as uh uh, uh, insurge, uh, insurrectionist. Yes, <laughs> I had a feeling that he was the whole time. I knew he went to the Capitol. I knew he went to the Capitol. I know. I had the photos on the board, and they're gone now. And, well, <laughs> the, the FBI probably took them. <laughs> the full blooded Italians—they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. <Those guys>. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you mentioned your club earlier. You want to give some details on that? That sounds pretty cool. So, like, the cheeseburger restaurant that Rob owns, um, one day he was just like, what would you do if I gave this to you? I go, I don't know, dude. Make it punk. And he goes, well, fucking do it. I go, I don't think this is a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I started booking shows there and DJs there and it's you know like anything it's kind of hit or miss but we were at capacity last night it's not a big place mm. but the place was packed last night um so it's I mean good yeah it's doing well um it was a red white and blue restaurant 
So I took like black paint and painted over it and I did a real bad job. So it looks <laughs> horrible. And people are like, did your kids, did the kids paint this? I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks horrible in there. It needs like two more coats of paint, but I'm like, I haven't gotten it. I'm never going to get around. <laughs> it's punk. It should be a little dingy. Exactly. Yeah. And like, it's slowly getting more and more disgusting, which is what we want, I think. <laughs> Makes well, sense. if you're in the area, guys, go uh, check out the club. Danger Zone, Rochester, New York. We're only open one day a week. <laughs> it's all you. We don't ID. Beer is five cents. <laughs> well, that's worth the drive now. Yeah, that's just smart in. advertising. Yeah, yeah, subject it, to change. Down. Oh, there's no. You can't get kicked out either. We're, we don't kick anybody out. <laughs> and it's not a challenge, guys. <laughs> it's just a statement. Yeah, don't say that about XPW, though. They're they're on the verge half the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that last California show was crazy. Like two different incidents, at least. What was that? The one where the guy threw the chair at Necro Butcher? Yes. Yeah, oh, but I was crazy. more upset with the light tube, which Slack, the dude that pulled the light oh, the tube away from him. That motherfucker, dude. That's so like, that's how that's how you get your throat cut, man. Like, yeah, fuck he was a fucking eye, like for real. Like, jeez, so use your I brain. Went, so I went back and watched the footage of the guy throwing the chair at the necro butcher, and I'm even more confused by it now. The guy throws the chair at the necro butcher, then just kind of stares at him like a serial killer. <laughs> And it's not the guy didn't want to fight the necro butcher. No. The guy didn't want to do anything. He just wanted to throw it and just stare. Yeah, at look him. at my chair. <laughs> look at it. Uh, did he? Is he the one that brought the mushrooms for Sabu? <laughs> was, he, uh, was he? Maybe he was on the mushroom. <laughs> maybe that's Maybe you're onto something. I, that could be. But the, the the tube thing was just so weird. It was just weird. It wasn't like even like it was just strange. The fans just get drunk and they're just weird. I, it's kind of great. It adds to the show. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But yeah. I don't throw a chair at the necro butcher. You crazy? Not a good idea. They're Not gonna piss idea. off a wrong one, and they're gonna have <laughs> yeah. a pogo. Like he's had. I'm gonna have a bad day, and you know what? You you, you deserve it then. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's wild. I, yeah. I at know. least it would, if he was like yelling at him in Spanish, I mean, at least it would have made sense. It, would, it just didn't make sense. <laughs> it just seemed weird. It just was so bizarre. Like he just stared, he's just staring at him after he threw the chair. Like, did, like, did he not realize he did it? I don't know. <laughs> he, he was waiting for him to throw it back. That's the problem. <laughs> back, no, I need to sit. Big T has a theory. Big T. Bugs. I think he was so out of his mind that I think he thought he was throwing them the chair, trying to do him a favor. And the minute yeah. Butcher turned around, he instantly regretted it. That <laughs> makes that. a lot of sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Are you a lawyer, a defense attorney? <laughs> um, and, and I will tell you firsthand, don't throw things in the ring. Don't throw things in the ring. <laughs> or be next to a person that throws someone something to the <laughs> ring. Right, Todd? <laughs> yes. So I, I went to the gathering of the Juggalos one year. Oh, no. Just <laughs> and I and they all throw things in the ring. They all throw Fago bottles. They throw whatever at the wrestlers. And the Rock and Roll Express comes out, and they just were so they could barely walk. They were so terrible. I threw a two liter of orange Fago at them and hit, <laughs> hit them right in the head. I, I'm not proud that I did that. But I did that. Oh, I, that did happen. 
Well, then you don't want to fight both of them. <laughs> you might have time to get away. But... <laughs> yeah, I could easily up. slip away, yes. <laughs> if they lock you in something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then it's over. Then it's over. Then you're over. At, at the gathering of the Juggalos, Scott Hall was there, and he was also like an invalid or something. His mm. son was driving around in a golf cart all weekend. Oh and he God. was partying. He was drinking. He was partying. Okay. But he like, was like in like a coma or something <laughs> he was and they were just like they pull up the golf cart would pull up and he'd just be like hey yo <laughs> you that joint or something and they'd be like yeah dude and then he would take off and his son would drive him away it was amazing he knows exactly how to get what he needs <laughs> you hit me with a hey yo whatever he needs got <laughs> right how much you need what yeah <laughs> i saw tito santana hanging out with three topless women just hanging out, walking around. Like, that guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> was he just yelling Ariba as he was coming? Yeah. Yelling Ariba, drinking Fago. He was having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should go to one of these gatherings. Right? <laughs> it's, it's terrifying, dude. It's like, it's like Vietnam mixed with high school. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like the worst of everything there. There's nowhere to wash your hands. I believe that. Uh, I was offered drugs I've never heard of before. <laughs> Crocodile. And, no. and I, and I, yeah, and I was just like, they were like, "Do you want to try, you know, this?" And I was like, "What the fuck even is that?" I, I'm not well versed in drugs, but this is something that I know was not on the their list. You know what I mean? <laughs> Glenn from Strangers with Candy. You remember, guys? Remember that show? Is that oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's Glenn. Let's make you numb. But um, I slept in the car for like a weekend. It was so hot. I don't recommend the gathering of the Juggalos at all. I had a press pass. That's why I was there. Uh, I, okay. I tricked them into giving me a press pass. Uh, no, you you have your magazine. You're you're. Yeah. There's no tricking about it. Exactly. Speaking of press pass as well, we got to no. Yeah, press, you need a press pass. You can get a press pass to like anything if you tell them you're from a magazine or a radio show or. A, I'm gonna make us some press passes. You just gotta make the press pass. It just has to look good. That's all you need. People don't yeah. question it. Speaking of looking good, that yeah. that uh, plaque you made for Sabu, where did you get that from? There was a plaque place in Rochester, and mm -hmm. I, I shopped around. This is because this was still kind of early in my career, so I didn't want to make up. I wanted it to be nice. Mm -hmm. so I like shopped around. I put a lot of time and effort into this plaque. I shopped around. I just you get to design it yourself, kind of. So I made this like real nice, and I think like. I was like, Rob, it's like, it's only $150. He's like, what the fuck? $150? You spent $150 or like whatever it was. He's like, what? How much was it? I go, yeah, but it's nice. He's like, mm. <laughs> Well, Will, what? anytime you need a plaque or a trophy, me, contact me. Trophies. Okay. Did you make slacks? I did. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, Kruger. Kruger. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, everything I from CCW and UEW, I, that was me. Okay. So okay. I got you, Will. And okay. the price will be way cheaper than what you paid. 
I paid like top dollar for this <laughs> You still get that, but more. <laughs> and since well, since Pugs isn't gonna put this over, he also uh, made Sage's coat her ring gear that she got oh, to. I did. That looks good. That looks. And good. there's the new one in the works. So that looks good. That looks good. Were you sad when Schlack smashed the trophy? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, not that trophy. That trophy I was mad at. He yeah. had a, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I haven't made a tra- trophy for Slack yet. Tremont oh. won the other one. Oh, oh. That's what I was who, won, who won the second death match? Oh, Carnage. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, he was in that that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. but uh, I forgot where I was going with this. But if you need a trophy you or sad, you sad? Were you sad when the trophy was smashed? That's what I said. For Slack? No, yeah. I cheered because oh. that was small and he deserves better. And again, I will fucking that was small. Out of that. that was a small trophy. It was a two tier. With the little thing, I will fuck that shit up, dude. I, trust me. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, even if it's not related to XPW, you need an award. Just hit me up. Good to know. I got you. All right. Okay. Okay. I like the idea of giving like the lifetime achievement awards to the older guys and then having Ron come out and beat him up. I like that idea. I like that. <laughs> I'd like to continue that, but we'll <laughs> bring in the rock and roll express. Bring in the rock and roll. Yeah. He'll give Rob another, the, Robert another lazy thing. eye by the end of that. There you go. <laughs> I'll hand out Fago to the audience. Open bar of uh, Orange Fago. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just, just tell us where to throw him. <laughs> you know where to. You know where to throw him. <laughs> Eric's in the chat. He says he's your assistant. Oh, hello. <laughs> what can what do I need assisting with today? I really I slept all day, you guys. I because I left Lucky. the club. At, I left the club at like three in the morning, and I. You don't go to sleep after that. You come home and you make a snack, and then maybe you put something on the TV. You got and that I, high going from the yeah, show. Yeah, you don't just go to sleep. So I was kind of up like the sun was up, and I was just kind of hanging out. So then I went to sleep. Then I I set an alarm so I wouldn't miss this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, we oh, appreciate yeah. it. Yes. Right, well, we're time on right. Red Bull. <laughs> wow, they're trying, uh, to, they're trying to kill me. I made that too, Danny. <laughs> the, the Chris Kloss award, yeah, you yeah. Did do that one. What did Chris Kloss get an award for? No, there was like uh, the and the couple California companies that gave out an award for commentators. Like uh, he gave it the awards like yeah. new commentators, basically. I see. I see. Yeah. I know Kyle was a winner. Uh, I won the, the first one. The, yeah. Right. yeah, Delaney won once, I think. And then he held it forever. <laughs> I think he's still a current holder. <laughs> Sometimes you hold on to those titles, you know, you don't until someone dethrones you. It's fair. This is true. Yeah, that's how you do it, you know. <laughs> but um, well, before we go, is there anything we didn't touch based on? Uh I can't think of anything. Can you think of well, anything? I don't know. <laughs> December 10th. Well, actually, on December yeah. 10th, we're going to bring a pair of uh, directors from Norway who directed the horror film Christmas Cruelty. So they'll be in attendance. Which is now available on Blu-ray. Wow. Okay. And then we'll have a couple directors because uh, um, I know we interviewed uh, Anthony, Rob's cousin, last week. Cousin Tony. Yeah. Cousin yeah, Tony. Yeah. And he'll cousin be uh, there, too. So we got a couple of. 
there were three filmmakers there. So cousin Tony's a great guy. Cousin Tony's yeah. a talented filmmaker. Have you watched Cousin Tony's movie? We did. We we, we did. actually well, me me and Dan did. We actually both really liked it. It's so gross. He gets gross. He's not afraid <laughs> to get gross. No. It's hard to it's hard to go. I'm gonna make a movie and get gross. Cousin Tony's like covered in slime, and you see his balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gross. I think that's admirable. I think it's hard to get gross. You know what I mean? In this day and age, especially, it's hard to get gross. Cousin Tony gets gross. You got to respect Cousin Tony for that. Uh, it's the type of shit we love here. Yeah, we're all about the grossness. I don't know why Danny's talking about his penis in our chat, but <laughs> oh my god! Oh, there it is. There's the DVD. Yes. Fuck Cousin yeah. Tony's movie. Hopefully he brings some when he when uh he should. Yeah. Dude, I bet that's all he's gonna bring. <laughs> <laughs> he's a naked guy selling DVDs. Yeah, he's literally only gonna bring DVDs in this suitcase, trust me. <sighs> well, that's awesome. The the 10th is gonna be a wild, awesome show, guys. So if you're in the area, or even if you're not, it's worth flying out for XPW. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Dan's the only one who can't make the trip, but can't make it. But uh, I'll be there soon. I will be at a show soon. Just watch on TV. You won't get attacked by a fan. You know what I mean? It's safe <laughs> when watch on TV. But I won't get the mushrooms. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think you'll get. There'll, there'll be enough for you, Dan. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Do it, Dan. You come out to the show. I'll get you some mushrooms. Let's just make that. Happen. There we go. There we go. Last minute flight. I'll check it. <laughs> yeah, but. So, right. well, thank you so much yes, for coming on. You. This was awesome, thank and we you. will thank have you back. Was I funny and enough? Was I yeah, sure. <laughs> awesome? Yeah. That's all I worry about. That's yeah, I don't think you, you don't have to worry about that, dude. You're okay. here, it comes naturally. I'll tell you like this me and yes. Pugs didn't notice the lack of high pitch will the last couple episodes and we were we want we, we want the more first will. time it happened i was very upset was like what the fuck was will is he okay <laughs> let, let mr black know that because i've been busy with the club but uh i mean we, we haven't been filming that much tv just because there's so much going on but uh let him know that you want to see more high pitch will on tv you will have a we want high pitch will chant uh on saturday and, and they didn't get will on the east coast so i'm not saying we're happy about that but exactly yes <laughs> if we don't get will on the west coast we won't be happy so exactly yes all right all right thank you guys it was fun thank you all right thank you all right guys. See you saturday oh before we go promote all your social media bullshit Okay. Uh, Danger Zone, Danger Zone Rock on Instagram, uh, XPW Will on Instagram. Uh, my real Instagram is National Teen Set. That's where I post kind of everything. So yeah, all right, yeah, All right, guys. Good night. Good evening. Good evening. Good morning. Morning. I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Merry Christmas, Christmas motherfuckers. <laughs>